Hey everyone, this is Toots, and before we get to the live show that Jamie and I recorded on Saturday, March 17th, St. Patty's Day, I just wanted to point out that we did lose the first 20 to 25 minutes of the show. Uh, basically, in the beginning of the show, we had a uh, killer intro, and uh, it killed. Trust me, the audience was on the floor. Just trust me. I know you won't be able to hear it, but trust me. And also, we did a Equus review. Uh, the show is going to start off with a theory contest, halfway through a theory contest that uh, we were doing uh, during this live show. Uh, apologies to everyone for the sound quality in some parts. It is a little bad because the audience did not have a microphone. We did really enjoy recording this event, however, and we hope everyone else enjoys it as well. And we'll definitely consider doing uh, several more of these live events, MuggleCast only live shows in the future. So here it is now. We're going to start off uh, 25 minutes into the show with uh, halfway through the theory contest. And big thanks goes out to everyone who attended that day and Olivons at Olivons. Com. They make some great wands, and they provided us with some great prizes uh, for the event. So here's the show now. Enjoy. Thanks, Dawson. Good. Good. This guy right here. Yeah. See your name, where you come from. Nice t-shirt, yeah. by the way. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I'm Dale from Canada. Original. Okay, anybody who doesn't want Harry to die might not want to listen to my theory. It doesn't want Harry. It doesn't want Harry. Okay, I'm going to go now. <laughs> okay, a little while ago I heard a theory that if you do something so selfless for somebody that and you end up dying, that perhaps part of your soul or your soul could be transferred into them. And the theory was this is how Harry got the green eyes, and this is how his love protection works. I was thinking that perhaps in the seventh book, Harry will end up sacrificing himself for Ginny or Hermione or Ron or somebody in the trio, and his soul will get transferred to Voldemort, and the love in it will destroy him, and that's how love will destroy Voldemort. I, I can help picturing there a kind of, um, for those of you who have seen the Matrix, I couldn't help picturing Agent Smith flying into Voldemort. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, I remember talking about this on, on a recent show, too. Uh, that ultimately, love is what's going to kill Voldemort. Harry's love, yeah. Lily's love. And, um, Could we just have a collective, oh, that's <laughs> uh, Me and you were sort of debating this on the train uh, yesterday, whether or not to discuss whether Harry should live or die, because we're, we, we sort of had uh, contrasting yeah, things. I went into a little rant on a recent show, too, just about Harry, and Ben seconded this, I think, that, that Harry has gotten away with his, he's, he's won all of his battles, and he keeps just narrowly escaping death, and it sounds terrible, but I agree with that, kid. It's either going to be love, or he's just going to get on the paper at the time. It's pointless debate. Why? Let's see. Tell me why Harry should live. Well, no, because should we say that? Because we have a debate coming out where we're going to have. Okay. Oh, oh, I completely forgot about that actually. So, yeah. All right. So there's two more theories to come now. First, you and then you, Superman. Okay. Um. Yes, I'm from Cornwall, and this is kind of a weird theory, but I really want to to say. Um, there's this big thing going on about the mirror that Sirius gave Harry and okay, it's going to sound totally unrelated but I will mix it in the end but um, when um, Snape eventually kills Dumbledore at the end of the sixth book um, you hear Dumbledore pleading and a lot of people just reading that think you know, he's begging Severus not to kill him but really I think it's the opposite he's asking Severus to kill him 
because there's a link within his death to help Harry. But um, I was reading up on the next film that they're making, and from the information there, and from the information from J.K. Rowling, it turns out that um, Dumbledore's brother, Aberforth, is actually the landlord of the Hogshead. So, and in like the sixth book, you see Mundungus selling some things that he stole from Brimble Place to Aberforth. And I think that while well, Sirius wouldn't have left the mirror like hidden somewhere, would he to contact Harry? Would have left it out on display. So I reckon that Mundungus has probably stolen that and then sold it to Aberforth. And through Dumbledore, I think he must have realised somehow that well, he's done his deed. He's kind of killed Grindelwald and done that kind of bit. But he's never really said that much about his brother, apart from he kind of went on this different path and kind of went away. And the name Aberforth does actually mean to just wander off. So I reckon he kind of knew that. Ha- he was trying to make some kind of connection between Harry to his brother via the mirror that Sirius gave him to kind of help to get Aberforth to help Harry to kill Voldemort, if that made any sense to <laughs> I just want to say real quick about that. Aberforth, I think, I, I cannot wait to see Aberforth in book seven because I really think he's going to give some sort of guidance to Harry, whether it involves just giving him some encouragement, saying, Dumbledore wants you to do this, or goats, because he's famous. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay uh, my name's Michael, I'm from London. I don't know how I'm going to compete with that one, or that one. <laughs> but um, basically, mine's with the Lockett Horcrux. Basically, um, it's how it was kind of, it could be possibly linked with um, Sirius Black's brother, Regulus, maybe taking the locket. And in book five, as we know, J.K. Rowling loves to put little tasters in for us to like then reflect back and be like, how did we not see that? Well, basically, when they're cleaning out Grimmauld Place in the fifth book, Harry notices this locket that's actually in the cabinet when they're throwing stuff away. And I just think that's something so J.K. Rowling to suddenly she's going to pull it back out and it makes that be the link with Sirius's brother actually taking the locket, it being in Grimmauld Place and bringing Grimmauld Place back into the story for the final book, for the final chapter. Uh-huh. Thank you. I'm saying no vote on it. Um, why can't I actually remember? What? So you did the first one? Yeah. So yeah, that's the first one. Yeah, that's shot. Don't vote for it. All right. Then, <laughs> uh, she came second. And then three, four, and five. So we have a vote for the first theory, which was? It's like... Oh, by the way, only clap for one. Yeah. That's your favorite one. Okay, so what was yours real quick? Um, Summarize. Yeah, someone else. Okay, okay. Applause for that. Applause for that one. Oh, <laughs> Everyone who did a theory gets a shirt anyway, so yeah. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Um this guy uh, Yeah. Do you want to summarize it quickly? Yeah, um Harry will sacrifice himself and his soul will get transferred to Voldemort and the love will kill Oh the uh Agent Smith theory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Then who was... Sorry, who was next? Um, that's the theory of Dumbledore like wanting to kill himself, and then the mirror that Sirius gave Harry, leading Harry to have a fucking kill Voldemort. Talk us about And finally... The Locket being a marvellous J.K. Rowling insertion <laughs> into the fifth book, which will arise in the last time. <laughs> <laughs> 
make it feel nice. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's close for that one. Maybe. I think the overwhelming winner over there. Yeah. <laughs> Should I come up? Should I come up and get one? Everyone else, you guys can come up and get By the way, it's a trick, there's nothing in the box. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just a box, we're taking the one though. We should plug all of ours. I mean, they are a yeah, great wine yeah, company. Yeah. Tell and us the one. Sorry? Oh, it's, um, there, there's a different one for each. That's, yeah, there's a that's probably, yeah. yeah. Oops. We didn't pay for that. Yeah, we didn't see that. <laughs> you can just move it down. What kind of wine is it? Right at the top. Holly and Ebony, 12 and a half inches. There you go. Nice. There's, uh, they're, they're, they're all different, so every time someone wins one, we'll open it up as a surprise. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> What's coming next? All right, so, uh, oh, yeah, and by the way, everyone else who gave a theory, you can come up and do Yeah, sure. We got tons of shirts. Actually, these are all leftovers because WWE won't let us sell them anymore, so um, I had four boxes of T-shirts mailed to me. I, this isn't even... Yeah, small. it's like a tenth of them. Yeah, and I could honestly open up a store in my house with the amount of Mongo Kids T-shirts. So, uh, by the way, a lot of fun carrying that on the underground. Yeah. But anyway, because... Oh. They want to think about this. So, so yesterday, Jamie, Jamie and I went to Electronic Arts in, here in the UK to, to uh, check out the Harry Potter video game. Yeah. We had an awesome time. We spent a few hours there yesterday. Uh, they have a brand new facility. Where is it? Guildford? Guildford, I'm sorry. Guildford, yeah. And it's amazing. It's sort of glass, you know, building with almost glass floors and <laughs> elevators. They're very, very cool. Brand new, very very high tech. When you go yeah. into the lobby, there's video games there. We're, we were playing yeah. the Call of Fire one. We and the PS3 and all these games on it. So then uh, uh, the representative who uh, works with the media, like the fan sites and PA, uh, she came and picked us up at the lobby, took us upstairs, and she said, wait till the doors open up. The whole floor is Harry Potter, Harry Potter based. It's like they have a floor for each game. Mm-hmm. So you'll have like, I mean, I can't name any other games, but uh, I was like, like a, yeah, they're like a floor. And then we got up and you go out and there's a huge gold plated Harry Potter sign. And then there's like a Diagon Alley thing. And With a Sirius. There's yeah. a Sirius one in post. Sorry, a hologram. Cool. So like you would look at it, you would see Sirius and then move a little to the left. And he wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Um, but it's amazing because there's 120 people all on this one floor yeah. working on the Harry Potter video game. So it's an amazing team of people who are dedicated. And they really are. They're fans as well. You know, they aren't just... Yeah. programmers who work on the game they're fans as well and I mean we can't say that much but they told us all this you know told all, all the work that's gone into it and the game looks absolutely unbelievable I mean, it really does I mean I, I haven't played any other games before I don't know if anyone else who, has who, but who has played the Harry Potter video games indoor fan of them they're good right you guys like them but this yeah, just blows everything else away it's absolutely it's like a it's just like a world, this thing. It's amazing, absolutely amazing. It, yeah, even if you're not a video game fan, I honestly think that anyone's going to like this video game because yeah. you can go through all of Hogwarts everywhere. Yeah. And and uh, in the beginning, I think it is, they have, a, they have a big pan through to show all the grounds and everything. It's amazing. It's very, very cool. The PS3 version, I mean, you know, that's a very uh, powerful game system. The graphics are unbelievable. It's very it's cool. Just um, game. You have a question? Yeah, can you tell us anything about the Wii version? Um, we, yeah, no, the Wii version un- unbelievable. <laughs> it's going to be. It really yeah, is. I, we haven't actually we yeah. haven't actually played it, but they're very excited for it. I mean, the Wii for everyone who doesn't know, uh, it's everyone the, knows what the Wii is. Does everyone know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, sorry. <laughs> he thinks we British people are so far behind. I sorry. Know. By the way, is there any Americans here to support me in this little world? Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I
So yeah, the Wii version they're very excited about because you have the remote control and you're going to be doing spells with them. So, you know, Wingani, Mabiosa, and stuff like that. I think there's going to be like 12. When we had uh, them on MuggleCast for an interview about two or three months ago, and we talked with the two guys who we met yesterday, they're very excited about it. And the one guy, Matt, is a huge Harry Potter fan, so you know that the game is going to be... Like, really, there's so many insight in the game. It's actually unbelievable how good this game is going to be. Uh, it's just great. It really... Should we go on to a debate now? Yeah. Okay, we're going to have a should Harry die, or could should Harry die in the final book. We're going to do, we're going to pick three people, one for the for Harry should die, and one for the against Harry should die, and the winning team gets a wand each. Okay. So, who wants to argue for? Yeah, it's okay. Just three wands. Hmm? Oh, oh, I, I get it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He's had a long trip. <laughs> um, so, who wants to argue for should Harry die? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you got to Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do we have three right there? Yeah. Uh, right, so you, you guys have all seen how uh, the uh, debate setting works, works on Mugglecast, and uh, it's usually Ben's thing, but we didn't talk yeah, about Ben's so, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Usually he'll run into all the technical terms. So yeah, you guys can come up, and how are we going to do this? Uh, three on that side, three on that side, and you get three minutes each. And minutes each to present your case. Uh, a minute each to uh, present your case, and then we'll have an audience clapping session again. Yeah, we like those now. They're yeah, yeah, they're fun. Um, so yeah, so who's arguing for should Harry die, or rather Harry should die? <laughs> okay, like, right come up. Hmm? Okay, you. Yeah. But if you win, you're getting a scarf or something. <laughs> yeah, you don't get another one. <laughs> but there's a third. Should. Should. Okay. I should. Okay. Yeah. You come up for should. 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 We'll get everyone. Everyone's going to have a chance to participate. Yeah, we're going to open it, open it up to the audience afterwards. Yes. Okay. So, do you want do you want like a couple of minutes to think about it? Yeah, we can say we need to hug up. Okay. Group hug. Group hug. So, get your arms down. Um, so basically, we'll just go over the rules while we're okay. Yeah. Basically, each team gets three minutes to talk about to put forward their case. Then uh, we open up to the audience. You can then grill them and answer and ask as many questions as you want. So yeah, really be mean. And um, on the show, usually Ben goes into all the technical terms. I don't understand. He thinks because he does this debate thing that you know he's amazing. How much time are we giving? Um, well, maybe it's so, uh, who here is from? How many people actually live here in England? Machine guns. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, what's your weirdest locations or furthest? What's that? I don't even know what that is. No, no, name your country. South Canada. That's some people are from Canada. Canada. That's quite a while. Visit Crackless. What do you call for? Don't say us. Okay. Awesome. Okay, should we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys ready to start? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm not doubting myself. All right, so we give them the mic. Yeah. Okay. So what you're gonna do? You're gonna have two minutes. Three. Three minutes. Yeah, come on up over the side. Three minutes. Yeah. Then we'll uh, three minutes max if you want to minutes. Minutes. All right. Okay. So, so when you're ready, two, three, and go. Okay, Harry has to die. <laughs> <laughs> Good Because <laughs> we have the theory. Yeah, my theory, best theory. Harry has to die. <laughs> Okay. Oh, man. What was the other thing? Okay. Um, from just like a standpoint of people copying uh, J.K. Rowling's books and stuff, um, 
Harry has to die because then there, there would be sequels, and then those wouldn't be as good as the original. And we just need. And what bigger way can the series end than Harry killing Voldemort? I mean, he won't have a life after that. I mean, what is he going to do? Something boring? Yeah. He, he, there's nothing. It's all exciting because we're always trying, so always trying to kill Voldemort. But once Voldemort's dead, what can he do? Exactly. Well, there's a career finder. Okay, then no, because I think just be coming. No, um, I just think that obviously, like one can't live while the other survives, and it just seems probability-wise, as far as like aiming ones and trying to kill each other, there's just it's going to be some kind of tussle in the mud, and there's going to be it's going to be an awkward like slamming faces at the same time, death, or like you know, it's just too sad to think really that Harry's going to stay alive and we're not going to be able to see him. Living. <laughs> I'd rather he just went and we could go, okay, it's fine. You cried for a week. Yeah. <laughs> and a half. Yes. Uh, Everybody dies. Oh, I have a Scott. Yeah. Carry on. All right. Yeah. You're probably, yeah, that, that was you got about, about 20 seconds. Yeah. 20 seconds. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's true. That's too sorry. I don't know. I no, just. You have to do a lot more, obviously. I just think he should die if only for everybody's sanity and so that nobody passes his joke to write any more books. Okay, thank you very much. Now, how you should not die. Okay. Three minutes and go. Go, right. Okay, I'm going to go on like, the idea of moral ethics and well, almost every good story, good triumphs over evil, so I'm just going to stick to those guidelines. Um, secondly, my idea for the name Deathly Hallows is that it's going to be fought on like All Hallows' Eve or Halloween, like, and that's the day Voldemort tried to kill Harry in the first place, so I reckon it's going to be a repeat, like a repeat of Destiny, so like, Harry will win again, I think. And as Andrew said, anyone who looks that good naked should deserve, like, deserve to live. <laughs> That's my idea. Basically, if Perry dies before he, no, before he actually gets a chance to defeat Voldemort, then I think the Wizarding World's going to, like, die. <laughs> because he'd be, like, the only person to be able to kill them, and if he doesn't, then it's just going to end up in ruins. Yeah, there'd be no one left to kill Voldemort. And if he defeats Voldemort, then he'd get what he always wanted, to lead a normal life. And I think it's better if Harry's happy rather than all the ex-Death Eater people. One minute. Okay, I think Harry shouldn't die because the whole thing with Jackie Rowling, she's trying to say death isn't everything, like with Donald, is it? The thing's like, more evil than death or whatever. And so I don't think he'll die because he'll go and ask a man have his soul tucked out or something, he won't die. We got twenty seconds. He should live. <laughs> <laughs> if Harry dies, I will cry for you just come. <laughs> okay, it's about that. Would everyone cry if Harry did die? Yeah. yeah. I think it would on how it was presented. If he just has the book and then it says, oh yeah, and he dies at the end, then yeah, no one's yeah. crying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you have some feedback? Alright. Okay, if you have questions to that Harry should die, grill them. Time. Feel free to grill them. Yeah, grill us. Over there? You. You're scratching your hair, are you? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, okay, go on. 
Harry dies, um, then Voldemort will still live, and then people will still try to make sequels about uh, uh, Voldemort killing people and then trying to get back. Oh, I'm not saying that he 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 like. Voldemort, you know, Harry, if Harry dies, then that means Voldemort lives. I'm just saying, like, Harry, maybe, because, like, J.K. says, you know, there's, like, nothing worse than, than whatever. But death isn't the final thing. I think Harry can then go do something that Voldemort will never expect, which is kill himself to kill Voldemort. So Voldemort will die, but Harry will have to die to kill him. Yeah, we're saying like, so it'll sacrifice. Exactly. Yeah. Just because Harry dies doesn't mean Voldemort doesn't. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I do think Voldemort will definitely die, but Harry will also cast it to Okay, thank you. Question over there. <laughs> well, um, it's like people are talking about Sir Magic between Agatha Christie's Forest, and Harry, like, she killed off Forest when she actually had to ride in the book and all that. And so she wouldn't have to, they wouldn't be able to because he was dead. But then you think about Sherlock Holmes, and he killed off Sherlock Holmes so that he wouldn't be able to come back in the ultimate showdown between good and evil. Sherlock Holmes is but then he brought back Sherlock Holmes. So I just don't think it's going to work. I, I also just don't want to have Sherlock Holmes. That's excellent. Okay, so He's one more question over here. But I think it's Jamie Rodney was writing children's book. Um, there's been no serious. She never said that it was no a children's death? book. Yeah. yeah, and there's definitely been She death. never yeah. said she was writing it for children or for adults. She said she was just writing it. So, good can win as easily as evil. Any other questions? Well, can I just say, okay. I think everybody, um, it's too caught up on, on what, um, what they think from J.K. Rowling's perspective. And I just think, I mean, we're Harry Potter fans. This is the Harry Potter world, okay? Think of it as if it's real. Why, why won't he live? Why will he live? But looking through the book, not in what J.K. Rowling says or whatever. Because she said, like, with regards to the prophecy, she said that no, that she worded that prophecy very well as well. And there was a time, I don't know, maybe it's old enough, but she said that no one had, had actually picked up on exactly what the prophecy meant. And I still yeah. think that no one has, has completely clicked it. Because how do we know that that's exactly what the prophecy means? It seems too straightforward for me. And I just think that everybody keeps um, talking about, yeah, he's not going to die because of this with J.K. Rowling, because how can she kill off her main character? But, I mean, you can't think of it like that. You have to think of the book and the themes of the book and what's happening in the book and in the wizarding world. There's only four options, isn't there? It's like they both live, they both die, one dies, or the other dies. There's only four options, so everyone's They all live happily ever after. Yeah. And we have the Voldemort suddenly gets like, oh, yeah, he's just an epiphany. I've been really mean, actually. Alex, sorry, I'll start drawing this out now. Yeah, any questions for me that Harry should not die? Can I have a couple? Okay, yeah. Well, I'm not going to, I'm probably going to get food for this, but along the lines of the Harry's and Horcrux theory, Harry says to Dumbledore in the office, so he put a bit of himself into me, and Dumbledore says, yes, he did. And that, that in a way, implies that it could be, I'm not saying it is, but it's a theory that could be true, and if that was true, Harry would have to die. But also, we had Prior Eye Cantatum in Book 4, and there's nothing to say that there couldn't be something like that, not necessarily Prior Eye Cantatum, but something similar to it that we don't know about yet that could happen between the two, Ooh. which could result in both of them dying. On that thing, I mean, I, I always wondered this, that um, if they can't fight with their wands, because, as you say, prior incantation happens, what is going to happen? And it has to come down to love, that, you know, she says, Harry's going to kill him with love, right. but... Mortal, mm-hmm. Sorry, a mortal death would be the ultimate insult to Voldemort. Yeah. Not be killed with the wand, to be killed... In a Through something else, yeah. Because he hates being <laughs> part of <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
guess it might. I think Harry's only going to be able to kill off the Horcruxes, like to destroy them. And I think what some something that would be quite ironic is if Voldemort got killed by Muggles, because I believe that the Muggles drunk drive and. And, and there's a passion or something like I think it'd be quite ironic because here we all are thinking, no, she's not going to do that. She'll do, she'll do something completely like off the record, something really new. I think it would be just something like her to do something that we're not expecting. So do the conventional rather than something out of the ordinary. And the background? Um, all the way to the book, death isn't the final thing. So they don't have uh, the right to be happy and peaceful at the end of the book with his parents, who he's always wanted to be in the book. So long story short, dying's a good thing then. That's true, I, I like that point. I, I, I like that. Yeah. And plus, whoever else dies in the final book, I don't know if, if you said that, but I mean, they'll be with Harry too. Yeah. Aww. Aww. <laughs> They're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Is right here? What's he going to do if he slips? He's going to be go away from Hogwarts is he just gonna like, you know, go around with Ron Hermione? I think a good reply for that would be what would Voldemort do if Harry dies? What would he do? kill more people. I know, but Ron wants to see that. Harry's a tragic hero character. I think the sort of life he'd live after beating Voldemort is just the sort of life he would live. It's like he's never had a really good life when you think about it, so it'd suit it to carry on being an awkward life, I think. Right to the back. Um, I think that one of the um, trio has to die. So wouldn't it be better for Harry to die? Ron and Mike so sweet together. Harry has such a hard life. You just want him to die. Really. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's depressing. Yeah. yeah um, I'm not really sure to say to that. He's had a hard life, so therefore he deserves to die. <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of people who wouldn't agree with that. I think he deserves to be happy, but, you know. Just needs to lie down. Just take a break for a I'm not sure. Can I just do this? Um, I love making comparisons between, you know, different series and stuff like that. So the first person to make a Lord of the Rings comparison between this, should Harry die, and uh, Lord of the Rings gets a free book. So come on now. For the yeah, bag, we first. Well, like when Frodo go, oh, when Frodo goes <laughs> off in the boat, Harry could just walk into the veil. Okay, you both have a book. That was very good. Um, we have uh, two more questions. Hello? Oh, I like it. Mm. I, it was all a dream. What happened to that? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a series where that happens? Somebody gives up their powers. 
Uh, one more question in the back. Did you have something you want to say? Uh, I was going to say, book seven ends with like a little house in the prairie kind of final <laughs> 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 I like it. Well, that, that's what the prologue's for. She said she's going to have a yeah. prologue, so. Epilogue. Huh? Epilogue. Epilogue, sorry. <laughs> Again. It has been a long time. <laughs> um, okay, should we take it to a vote? Yeah. All those in favour of that Harry should die? And all those that think Harry should not die. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so pick up your wines there. Well, you can take a t-shirt. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Thank you very much. Okay. Oh. Thank you. Oh. By the way, today's Mug and uh, stickers are sponsored by uh, Emerson Sparks. We can all uh, yeah. give a round of applause yeah. for, for Emerson Manning Sparks, who is currently with Ben touring the US, signing these books. <laughs> yeah, having a good time, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah, as we just mentioned, those tickets that you got at the beginning, those raffle tickets, um... Soon we're going to auction off this Trilogy Cup, which is very nice. And, yeah. From the Noble Collection? Yeah. WB sent it to me a couple back uh, when we had to do a contest on MuggleNet, and uh, he forgot to mail it. I forgot to mail it, and uh, so, so, so it's one give it fan somewhere around. He doesn't know where that Trilogy Cup is. <laughs> it's... It's very heavy and a bit dangerous because it's very yeah, it is sharp. sharp. I was afraid this wasn't going to make it through the airport because uh, that's that's like a weapon. But yeah. <laughs> um, so what else do we want to talk about? Well, let me talk about the news, the uh, promotional campaign that uh, is it Scholastic has launched recently. Yeah, it's it's massive. And it, they, uh, go on, sorry. They, uh, if you've been uh, reading up on MuggleNet, I mean, one of the recent stories was that Scholastic announced their campaign to promote the book. Honestly, I don't think it needs to be promoted at all. They yeah, could tell people really don't buy it, and it'll still, uh, yeah. it'll still... But I think one of the big things is that they're having a 12 million copy initial print run on Desi Hallows, and half my prints was a bit less. 10.8. 10.8, yeah. 10. 8. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, I mean, it's really amazing. You know, they keep boosting it. Honestly, they could go for 20 million and sell everyone one of what is this? Sorry. What is this? <laughs> Seven questions of Harry Potter campaign. I mean, the, uh, part of the campaign that they're doing, they're having some inter- interesting techniques. Uh, Bloomsbury hasn't announced their plans, otherwise we'd be talking about them for you guys. But uh, Scholastic is going to do seven questions, big questions, leading up to uh, July twenty, yeah. July twenty first. I can't believe I just forgot the date. <laughs> and. Uh, and it's an interesting way to gather hype, and I guess we'll be talking about them on the show. They're going to be releasing them, like, every other week. So, um, yeah. I mean, the, I guess the questions could just be, like, Snape, good or bad? Uh, will Harry find the Horcrux? Is stupid. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm... I don't really see the point, but... Okay. Yeah. But, but the campaign starts April 17th, so we're wondering if we're going to have a cover by then, a UK cover and a US cover, and... I- What's going to be on it? I think we have to because this is a very serious promotional campaign. Yeah. April seventeenth is not far off at all, and the manuscript really? has been finished. I'm sure Mary Grand Prix and who's the UK illustrator? Changes. Huh? It changes. Oh, changes. Oh, okay. Um, we need yeah. <laughs> Just quizzing you, but yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm, it's a shame it's not out now. It'd be great to talk about it, and you know, up on the projections. But it is going to be exciting, and I think this completely underlines the entire Harry Potter summer thing. So we have a campaign running to the book, and have all the movie promotion stuff. So Harry Potter is where 
you should be this summer, really should. A summer to remember. It really is a summer to remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is everyone excited that the book and movie are only eight days apart? Yeah, yeah, we should talk about this for a Excited, disappointed? Yes. Disappointed? Yes. Anyone, we'll start with excitement. Is anyone excited? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Excited's going to be fun. But, but there's going to be a, a down right after that that's going to last forever. Whereas if we had... Whereas <laughs> <laughs> But, but if we had the movie in, in July and then we had the book November or early next year or, or summer next year, then we could really hype it up. I was very sad, I must say, when it came, when they said it was July 21st. You told the story. Yeah, right? yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Jamie was confident that, I don't remember it exactly. So confident that it wasn't going to come out that I said I eat 50 sausages. Um, it then did no, come out. No, I'm talking about your discussion with Ben the night before. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was talking to Ben the night before and he said, look, trust me on this, I know these things. It will not come out July. And then the next day, about 10 hours later, it was a JKR announced a huge July release plan. And Ben's the United. So, all right, d- disappointment. You gotta be excited. There, you, there's gotta be excitement with you guys, right? Yeah, it's like a mixed with a bit of like. I mean, I thought it was going to come in 2008, and that was yeah. ending. I, I don't want it to end. It's not someone And I mean, even though we have the movies afterwards, Harry Potter will be over, you know, because it's like moving on again, because that, that is a big R. I try to look on the upside because people always ask me, uh, how long are you gonna be able to keep doing this podcast for? And I tell them, well, Movie seven's not going to be out till I think it's projected to be 2011. So of course the podcast still has a lot of time left in there. Yeah, so Once we just get bored of it, then we'll just cut it off. But I'm going to do a game. Another game? Yeah, I'm going to do a game. I'm going to do best micro impression. Okay. Does <laughs> anyone would like to come up here and talk about the news? Come up now. Can, can anyone do a good Micah impression? <laughs> we usually we usually impersonate them uh, all the time. Yeah. What you don't see on the on the show is I'll go okay, let's go. Well, let's go to Micah for the best. We stop here about lose Micah, and either Ben or Jamie will sit, will go. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> then yeah, no news. Harry Potter news. And then we usually make some vulgar joke, and then yeah. and then they go back to you, Andrew. Yeah, that's like that. So right, someone's going to do a micro impression, and we have what do we have for that? A tie and a scarf, and they're very nice. The ties are very nice. So the scarf. Yeah. <laughs> Over there. Just jump. Oh my God. Nice. <laughs> nice. Spider Man coming out there. Uh, so what what say, is that? Uh, Thanks, Mike. Yeah, well, Thank, thanks, Harry Harry Potter another Harry Potter news. Another Harry Potter news. Nice story. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> you more. We'll take a call. I think Ben is very good at impersonating yeah. people. He can he can he can do you very well. I can I can't really impersonate me. I just he just doesn't maybe. Hi everybody. My name really is Micah. Really? Really? Wow. <laughs> you win automatically. That's all right. <laughs> That's my Micah impression. What? Do again. Oh, just being him. Just being, being, being him. Nice. <laughs> uh, we'll all come back. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Andrew. Cheering thing is getting uh, good. Okay. First impression. Second impression. Touch yourself. And third impression. Clear winner over there.
I don't know if people would understand this one. Are Kevin impressions? That's too uh No. No. Windows 3.1. This is Okay, we're going to have a main discussion now because we think, well, this is an issue that... He needs which colors he wanted to get. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Now, um, I think she's big. When we were planning this, Andrew was like, you, you can't bring this up again. It's, you know, it's, it's been done to death. And it has been done to death. But, you know, everyone has views on this. So should Harry and Judy get back together? Um, obviously, it's a huge thing in Half-Blood Prince. You know, Ginny's like, I knew you were going to say that. And uh, Harry's, I can't take you with. Some people think he's being, you know, careless. He thinks he's putting too much say on what he has to do. Other people think he's being, you know, the perfect gentleman saying, I can't bring you with because I've got this huge task to do. What do people think? Um, he couldn't, he wasn't going to take Ginny to the Ministry of Magic or Luna and that lot, but she still came along and still held her own and stuff, so. Yeah, I mean, and you can't ignore the fact that, you know, these people are helpful in this battle, you know. Harry can't, however good he is, he can't take on every every single person, you know. But yeah, at the back? Uh, you can't stop love. It's a fair point, it really is. Yeah. And then Harry and Jenny will walk into the sunset. <laughs> I mean, um, That's not bad. I like that. He said something like he didn't want Hermione and Ron to come with him. He wasn't as strong with it, but they're still going to come along. So yeah, they will. Now, yeah. I don't see why Ginny. She she's going to she's forceful and she's going to put it back. Agree with that. Yeah. I, th- I think we think about it. I think Ginny's um, almost also like once the Voldemort, and co- I think coupling that with the fact she's a um, very good fighter and very sort of um, um, very good and happy in her being, I think she'll come along as well. And we've seen even from the first book that Harry's nothing without his friends. But do you think it's pushing her luck? You know, she's obviously Chamber of Secrets was huge when you know um, she went into this. She, she could easily have died there. Do you think her going with again is pushing her luck and sort of? You know, I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think. I think. I see it sort of separate parts. I see at one part it'll be Harry and Ginny, and another part it'll be to be the original three. Yeah, that's how I see it. Yeah. And also, um, there's something else that's supporting that Harry shouldn't die. I mean, because he's. Up, I don't think Ginny's gonna come along with him to fight with the Horcruxes. But when he comes back, then they'll get back together, and yeah. then they'll have something to celebrate. Yeah. Nice over there. Love. So, 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been explored implicitly with you know the power that he has, but I think it has to be explored explicitly, and it has with Harry and Show and you know Ron and Lavender, which was just disgusting. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so I think you know Harry has to get something. Yeah. I think it's going to be kind of similar to that thing, like when Harry met Sirius, he like had this like brilliant friendship with him, right started, and then just as he starts to get the name of bloke, he died. I think it's going to be pretty similar with Ginny, just as he's got in this kind of relationship with her. Uh, she's, I think she's going to die. And it's got that, um, there's this huge deal made of her having red hair, and Lily's got red hair, and Lily's green eyes, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Ginny's got green eyes, isn't she? So it's like a big deal. Anyway, she has red hair. <laughs> she, so, yeah. It sounds freakishly like Ginny is going to do a Lily and die for her. <laughs> On the question of eyes, quickly, I have a trivia question. First place to shout out gets a book. What colour are Sirius's eyes? Grey. Oh. <laughs> oh, you have a one as well. <laughs> Clean it up. <laughs> Cleaning up the prices. Um, yeah. Um, okay, back to discussion there. That kind of angered me, though, when she said that, you know, she's basically my son. I think she was really undermining what Sirius did, because it isn't his fault he got, you know, thrown in Azkaban. I think that he, he just wanted the chance to be Harry's dad, really, because, you know, James was gone. I, I thought it was a bit mean of her. <laughs> um, the whole, you know, there's something worse than death. Um, that's, like, something that's going to happen to Harry. That's going to be Ginny's eye, and then he's going to do a, a Anakin Skywalker and go really, really evil and be able to kill Rodney. Force grip him in this uh, thing. Is that that? Does he actually like her? Because you know he liked Cho as well, so he liked both of them. But to what extent does he does he love her? Um, this isn't my theory, but my friend has a theory that it's a love potion because when he doesn't really start liking her until he smells her and feels bliss, and she was thinking about buying a love potion at Fred and George's shop. And well, she has this amazing long theory that took her about an hour and a half to explain. But <laughs> that's, that's jazz. Um, it's like in Pokemon when they have. I'm gonna teach you. I like reading Ash, Ash is, has black hair, and Missy, the one that like they think they're gonna be together, not until like after ages. She has like red hair, and like <laughs> I think that JK Rowling watches a lot of Pokemon. She watches yeah. a lot of it, <laughs> so she'd obviously get this idea that the black hair boy should be with the 
Gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> so, like do people it. like the Pokemon references? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. We get a couple complaints, but I, yeah. I find them amazing because they're they're spot on. Who'd have thought Harry Potter and Pokemon? I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Harry has had feelings for Jimmy from probably close to the beginning but not necessarily notice them mm-hmm. I mean he's she's been a part of his life as long as Ron has almost. I mean, he met her right in the very beginning and she's always been there sort of lurking in the background even when he was obsessed with Cho he still you know he always had this sort of awareness of Ginny there and it isn't just until you know after he's already got rid of this infatuation with Cho that he starts to finally realize the feelings that he's already been developing throughout all these years on so Ginny yeah I think that well, when Harry and Ginny first met, and Harry was too much shy, and, no, and Harry didn't seem to sort of know what to do, it didn't stop her from getting in the sixth book. So I think that we're mining how much power that Ginny has. Also, I don't think it's right that Harry should die virgin. <laughs> 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 Who can possibly come after that? <laughs> right to the back. Um, it wouldn't be JKR to mess around with like Ginny because she's possibly the family. So if Harry didn't love Ginny, then they probably do that. Right, far the back. Um, well, I think that they, like Harry's, they're going to get together, but when Harry's going to do the whole like, no, you shouldn't come with me, with the very good argument, she'll follow him anyway. And maybe like Voldemort would do that, I can't tell the woman. I think Harry is really a bit underestimating Ginny who would die from Punk to Dango. And when they meet at the wedding, then it's been building up for so long. Ah, the wedding, yeah. It'd be a nice place to. Build up a little bit more. And then can suddenly. Jane can catch the bouquet. That's true. But do you think he loves her because he has to have someone to love? He has to, you know. I think he actually loves her and it's been building up for so long. But isn't the point that he can't love, which is why love can be so, you know, deadly against him? Yeah. And you see, like, a big frenzy battle between, like, Harry and Voldemort, and they're going so crazy at it, and then Ginny's the one pulls Harry back, and then Voldemort, you know, kind of destroys, and it's kind of... Like the Witch King in a Return of the King, you know? <laughs> she stabs the dagger into his leg. I would love to see that. Remember that? Go ahead, Annie. Yeah, and you know how in the first book, when they save Hermione from the troll, and it says that you can't go through something like this without liking a person? Well, it's kind of like in the second book, when he saves her from oh, yeah. Basilic, maybe they, they couldn't have gone that together without, gone through that together without being some sort of connection. And maybe the fact that he loves her so much, maybe he can use her one to defeat Voldemort, because their love enhances the power of the one, and that's how he can defeat him without using his own one. That's very interesting. I like that. Over there. 
But is it him being selfless, saying, you can't come with her, is he being, you know... He's being a mature boy. He's still got to learn, and you can't push someone away from you. Yeah. Yeah. And if he does love her, then, you know, that's going to overrule any of his self-mature feelings. And also, um, Voldemort can still get her, just because he isn't with him the entire way, you know, and he knows now that they, you know, love each other, so... I just don't see there being much time for a relationship to develop in the book. Maybe something could happen in the wedding to sort of tease everyone into thinking that something will happen. But, like, when's there going to be time for that? Harry's so focused on the battle, too. And, I mean, maybe the love could come from fighting and Ginny playing an integral integral role. But anyone else? Yeah? <laughs> um, yeah, Pokemon reference is no reference. reference. Have when kind of Harry, Aragorn, Ginny, um, he goes off and put all the castle come to that, something like that. But also, I think that because of the whole, I think it's really important that the people he saved the life of, like Arthur Weasley, Ginny Weasley, technically Rotten and Whiny, are going to be there for him when he needs them. Even if he has to do the last chamber on his own, kind of thing. Well, just another thought do they now owe life debts to? Harry. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's so much as that. I just think it's like a joining of their soul. I don't think that it should be seen like you've got to save my life now. But I mean, if he had, if you're thinking like the number of people around him, like, sorry, I've got the overzealous arm movements, which is not going to work. But if you think about the amount of people, if he needs to be strengthened in some way, he's got all of these people who have this bond to his soul through him saving their life, and Voldemort's just got like a cup that maybe left over or something. I'm just thinking like he's, he's going to be, obviously, Weakened his soul anyway, because he's been broken up. But Harry's had like these buttresses put in by all these people who saved the life of mm-hmm. And do you think they're going to sort of psych him up for the final battle? And, you know, he'll think of all the people he's. I think they're going to score. They're going to be a film shield. Yeah, they're going to be in shoulders, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyone else? Are we done off the area discussion? Yeah. In the last one, I think. Both the kind of parallels between with the fourth month center and then parallel between the other So at the first one, it was Harry, Ron, and Hermione just as the three. So it kind of follows that the last one would just be them as the three with no one on to working together. What are you looking at? Yeah. Okay. Overall, though, what's your final thought? We'll do final thoughts. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I don't want to think that he's so, you know, selfless that he's going to die an unhappy man because of that because he, the only people he think about are everyone else and not himself but um, they obviously want to be together and you know I don't know if Jo is so mean that she is going to keep them apart and they should definitely be together and you know she has a creative license on this so if she brings them together she can still sort it out so they uh you know, be Voldemort, so I'd like to go back together. I just think how it's going to play out in book seven is that maybe we'll get some sort of tease in the beginning, and that through, throughout the entire book, there's going to be little hints of maybe like, oh, they met eyes, and I don't know, something happens. But I think what might ultimately happen is that Ginny will help Harry in the final battle, or Ginny will come close to death, Harry will save her, or maybe vice versa. Something like that. Yeah. 
Now we have uh, a one more game, a best British joke of the day. Tweeting to that at the beginning. So yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, because Jamie's, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Jamie's sort of been lacking on the show when it comes to British jokes. Uh, we've no, I'm sort of British. British <laughs> jokes. And we sort of retired the uh, Dumbledore Norris facts for now, because we sort of ran dry of those. Yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> nice t-shirt. Yeah, nice. There you go. Thanks. How much does it cost to go to buy a ticket for the Quidditch World Cup? How much? Yeah, money. Quidditch. You use documents, see, that doesn't count. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> nice. Next one. Did you say you have one over there? Yeah. It's just something British. No, <laughs> just. We, we, no, we, they're never actually British. Them, they never are. It's just uh, how, an how English accent on the show. British thing, anyway. It came up in. You know, some a British guy made up an English yeah. guy. It is all kinds of names. Really? <laughs> Somebody talked okay. to me and I was helpless, so I'm passing okay. it on. <laughs> What's the T-shirt for? Because yeah. he's only got little legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we go. <laughs> <laughs> say, say it one more time. One more time. Yeah. What's the T-shirt for? Oh, okay, I get it. He's only got little legs. Nice. Let's one more time. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, enthusiastic. Yeah. Um, okay. What's brown and sticky? <laughs> A stick. Thank you. Let's move on. Oh, should we have one more? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. Leanne rhymes. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so a vote for the first one, Clap. Yeah, what was it? Oh, yeah, um, it was. Um, oh, yeah, the British World Cup one. <laughs> like the Harry Potter reference in it. Yeah. Um, okay, for the second one, which was. Girl with the ET. And the third one, which was. Six, now they're the stick. <laughs> I like that. And, I can, like, you know, and uh, Leanne Rhymes got much done. <laughs> ET? Good surprises. I don't know if you're going to um, Okay, we're just going to take some general questions now. Anything Harry Potter show related, uh, and then we're going to wrap it up. News? So, if anyone yeah, wants to talk about some recent news? Uh, I mean, there's really been a lot going on lately in the Harry Potter world. Mm-hmm. You can take both. Both. <laughs> um, yeah, so any Harry Potter questions, any theory related questions, any what's going to happen, um, book release, podcast related, anything. Thank you there. Over there. I've always been wondering, someone made a Star Wars reference earlier on, saying, will Harry sort of like get darker in his quest to beat Voldemort? Voldemort's all these weapons like Vada Kadeva and all these really powerful crafts, and Harry hasn't really got any weapon like skulls to kill. So in the quest to kill Voldemort, what do you think Harry will like use that spell? Well, is that why he has to have a power other than magic? Because um, Dumbledore says in Half Blood Prince that it'll take uncommon skill to kill Voldemort. You know, when it, after, even after he's got rid of all the Horcruxes, Harry does have uncommon skill though. No, he, but he doesn't. He's a sixteen-year-old unqualified wizard. The uncommon skill is the love. All right, all right. He's uncommon talent. Yeah, it seems like. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't think dark magic. I just think that will, that's not Harry. He can use it though. He's used um, he, yeah. Sexy Emperor. Yeah. 
Which we see in um, the uh, Ministry of Magic. Yeah. Oh, he couldn't use Crucio, probably. He hates yeah. metrics, but he just couldn't do it. Probably. Yeah, and she, doesn't she say that um, it's anger that he's yeah. got, whereas you have to actually want to cause yeah, him pain? Yeah, he's more thought up with love than anger. Yeah. 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 And he's more of like this love fighter person so he yeah. can't really destroy himself. I don't want to say yeah I don't want to say he's too nice but he just doesn't have the heart to kill I, I don't know if he I think he can kill I mean this is a, obviously a you know big subject can he kill Voldemort can he does, it, does he have it in him or is it just going to happen and you know because he has to do it yeah but it, I think enough anger is built up inside of him where it could lead to, you know, where it's just Harry and Voldemort in wherever it's going to be the final battle. And he would just have enough anger and frustration and all those years of all the pain and hardships he's gone through to be able to kill uh, Voldemort. Just that? Maybe that's where Ginny comes in. Yeah. Voldemort kills Ginny, and that's when he gets the anger. Oh! To- Ooh. Ooh. Ma'am, good point. <laughs> I like that. But is it anger that's going to bring him through? Turns into his anger. Mm. Yeah. Quite like on that point, when Dumbledore was killed, Harry lost it completely and chased yeah. after yeah. Snape as hard as he could. Yeah, and that could be a foreshadowing of. What and, and also, you, you have to take in that you know all the people close to him have died. First, it was Sirius, you know, obviously, and then Dumbledore, and then you know they, it's they've killed his godfather, his protector, his you know father figure, and then they kill his girlfriend as well. One angry person. <laughs> hey, you got you got a family relative, then you have your your mentor, and then what would come next? I think it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. What? Why no? But in yeah, the story, <laughs> of course, it's parents. In the back. Didn't Bellatrix say that just to be righteously angry wasn't enough? Yeah. So he only well, so you mean like it has to come from outside? It has to be love that forces the anger on him, and then, and then he can go. The Archer called him out in that battle in order to yeah. fix him. So she. Back to that, the love causing the anger. Um, Dumbledore was saying that um, Harry doesn't actually have to follow the prophecy, but as long as Voldemort's following it, he has to. And they basically get into talking that um, even if Harry didn't want to kill Voldemort, he would. Yeah. He would in the end because of the anger because he loved the people. Yeah. So again, he's gonna. It's gonna be the whole love being the weapon that helps him use a lot of dagger or whatever mm-hmm. it is to kill him. And also going on from there, um, Dumbledore says that. Uh, sorry, I just get this one. I've forgotten it. Um, <laughs> anyway, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Harry's gonna kill him with a magic dagger or with any of the forbidden curses. But awesome. He can't. He's, he's going to kill him with love, like both. It doesn't even necessarily that he's going to kill him. He's going to destroy him with love. That doesn't yeah. necessarily mean he's going to have to get angry or use one of these killing curses. It could be something else about his love that is going to end up destroying Voldemort because it's something he can't comprehend, something he can't bear to be near. But as you were saying, he can't kill him with uh, his one, can he, with a curse? Because exactly. it, it, it'll backfire against him. So it, it, I, mean, I mean, I think it has to be I, think, I think it's going to be something else that's not going to have anything to do with any of the three killing curses. Yeah. You won't have to be angry for it. Over there? And he has the power of Dark Lord and it's not underlined, underlined. It's not going to be Dark Magic or Grand Magic or anything so cliche as that. Because Voldemort knows all about that. It has to be like love and something from his heart. But and something Voldemort can't do to be able to kill Voldemort. How, how can you kill someone with love, though? You can't.
That's what Joe's going to come up with. And it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> yeah. um, I have a Freaky Friday um, thing. Well, basically, Freaky Friday. What did you say? Um, Freaky Friday. I the movie. Wow, we're getting some comparisons. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, basically, they they don't know what it's like to be each other. Like, who doesn't know what it's like to be very very powerful and very dark? As Lord Voldemort doesn't know what it's like to love. So, what if they like sort of went to Japanese Chinese restaurant somewhere? And- <laughs> 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 over dinner, over dinner, candlelight. Yeah, yeah. So, why are you so mean? Why are you so nice? Pure mediator. Yeah, nice to meet one. Be awesome. Yeah. Oh, and then he explodes. <laughs> so I want that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. And yet, and sort of following on from that, I've heard a lot of people talk about the fact that the first book, if it stood on its own, had to encompass the story that Joe wanted to tell. So, thinking about that, Harry in that book defeated Voldemort <coughs> by touching him, was the bolt for love. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, how can you kill someone with love? Well, in yeah. that case, that was. That demonstrated it, yeah. Um, Another point I want to make, actually, um, regarding uh, the sorting hat, actually, there's a few key phrases that it uses in the first book. Um, Makes the notes. Um, <laughs> it says, there's nothing in your, hidden in your heads that I can't see. Now, that, taken in context, is to do with sorting students into their houses. Yeah. Taken out of context, it almost in the way a pencil can be used to see through the thoughts. Could the sorting hat be used to see some people suggested back to Godric's Hollow? You'll see yeah. memories from that. Also, it says, uh, sorry, it says, um, it's, I can uh, tell you where you should be. Again, in context. It means the house, yeah. But out of context, how much more can it, can it tell about someone? Yeah. Um, and then finally, it says, Slytherin will help you on the way to greatness before it's decided which house to put him in. And that seems it should be Slytherin would help you on the way to greatness if you weren't yeah. Slytherin, but it says will. And also, um, that's to, just quite definite. Sorry, no, it's good. I was going to say just from that, you know, if you take Slytherin will help you on your way to greatness, obviously in context it means the house, but it could be a sort of metaphor for somebody from Slytherin, Draco, maybe something like that in the end. Or, or even just the powers that he's got from Slytherin through Baltimore. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, right at the end. Of- Basically, Snake is running away, so people say, Well, maybe double will ask Snake to kill him. This is something Jake will. I'm not going to go with that. But basically, at the end of it, instead of just sort of knocking Harry out and running away, which I think would kind of be like the priority if you just kill him, like, well, there's a love thing. Yeah. Um, Snake tells Harry to keep his head clear and not to use unforgiving persons. Kind of, so it's kind of maybe there's something in Yeah. Love that he has inside him or something, because and he can't touch Harry because he has open. 
But is it possible for Voldemort to turn back, or is he so far down the path of evil? Maybe it'll be like a tough alien moment. But they're kind of like, oh, not! Like it. Some final. Uh, what, what was the original question? Here? I don't remember. We just started going off into yeah. questions. Back. And maybe Voldemort won't die, but he'll he'll get his soul sucked out by Dementor. said there are things worse than, worse than death and Lupin when he uh, in Prisoner of Azkaban when he's talking to Harry about you know um, the Dementors kiss he actually says that they're worse than death I think you know it, it isn't it isn't being killed it's a lot worse than that so very interesting um, my friend has a theory about an inferior slash Dementor crossbow thing and he says what do you think <laughs> <laughs> you go inferior what? inferior and Dementor crossbow is there any Anything to back that up, or is it? Or is just it just back that up? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not saying anything about your theory, but when people say my friend has a theory, is it really that you have a theory? <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, there seems to be an awful lot of friends who have theories. Theoretically, hypothetically. Yeah. Going with like the dark idea, maybe like Harry will like lose it all the wands. He'll be like defenseless, so he'll just give himself up. Yeah. And then, um, Voldemort's like, I can't do it. We'll see him at the wedding. It'll be awkward. It'll be awkward, awkwardly over in the corner. But well, I think he's evil. I just need no. It's not evil. Are they going to like you know maybe college exposure and impersonate trying to get to trade that way? I don't know. What would people think? They would get caught though. Is Percy a misguided soul or? 
nasty piece of work. He's very stubborn, yeah. He just needs to pull the stick out of it, you know what? Yeah. Put it in the back. Yeah. And he's extremely clever, Snape, as well. And, you know, I'm sure no one yeah. can deny that he's one of the cleverest characters. He made up his own spells when he was like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. How do you make up a spell? You just say words until <laughs> something happens. <laughs> Hold it out, two years. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> He's a kind of general as well, though. Yeah, he's high up. Whichever side he's on, he's high up. He's either almost Dumbledore's right hand man or he's Voldemort's right hand man, whatever it is. Sure. That's why he's so important. Should we just take a pause and see if Snape good or bad? Okay, yeah, yeah. I know, you know, this could be debate. Hands up. Is Snape good? Sorry? We have an in between. You can abstain from both. If Snape yeah. is good, this is everyone for Snape is good. good. It's probably and bad? In between? Snape is good overwhelmingly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't should, know. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, I think we will. Okay. Huh? huh? No, no, we're good. Okay, we're going to thank you for everyone for coming. It's been absolutely brilliant. And I hope you've enjoyed it. We're going to take a five minute break. We're going to move downstairs and hopefully see you all and meet you all. And um, then right at the end, we're going to raffle off this thing. Should be quite nice. And give away some t shirts. Yeah, we're going to so many. We're going to take them home. I can't say um, So, I mean, if you just go down there, it is. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but it's, <laughs> you, you'll find it. It's in about five minutes. It's, it's, it's down on the ground floor. floor.